That's ticket green, you know what I mean? Yeah, everything I want and yeah, everything I need. That's ticket green, you know what I mean? Yeah, everything I want and yeah, everything I need. That's ticket green, you know what I mean? Yeah, everything I want and yeah, everything I need. Welcome to another delicious episode of the High Flyers Wrestling Podcast. Your boys is back. The Black Beavers and Butthead. Has returned. Your boys, Dom and Terry, are here to give you our Monday night recap. What's going on, fam? I'm good. And yourself, my brother? I'm good. Um, Hopefully, if what we hear is true, that WWE will be taking a little break after WrestleMania. I'll be fine with that because, you know. <clears throat> Much needed break. Yes, and as good as some of these empty arena shows has been, like, there's no point to keep it happening. But we did have Monday Night Raw, and it jumped off with your boy, mean Mark, American badass corporate ministry undertaker. (laughs) (laughs) Big facts. And look, man, it was basically his turn to shoot on AJ Styles. Oh, my bad. What did he call him? Alan Jones, Uncle Alan. He said, since we want to, you know what I'm saying, break the fourth wall and things. But, you know, he basically told him he was content on being a big fish in a small pond because he knew he couldn't hang with himself, Stone Cold, The Rock. He named Booker T. Um, I know I'm missing some people, but, you know, those are the main ones. That, oh, Shawn Michaels, of course. And I don't know about you, and, and I swear I feel like me and you, you joked about this, though. He said the reason why he keep mentioning Michelle McCool names is because he's mad that, you know what I'm saying, her faith breaker got over better than the Styles Clash. I bust out laughing, bro. I did, too. Because, I mean, anybody who's a wrestling fan and ever seen Michelle and AJ Russell know that the that faith breaker and the Styles Clash is the exact same movie. Basically, she doesn't. Most really people just never. Movie. You say what? She just doesn't really like, you know, saying do the roll of a pen like AJ for the most part. Right. And I mean, most people never really just compare because, like you say, the end the result is normally different. She'll drop them and then she'll go for a regular pen. And then eventually she just moved away from it. Right. So. I mean, look, honestly, overall, to me, this was probably The Undertaker's best promo in a while. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But, man, how was you feeling about Mark's promo on Allen, fam? I'm loving it. And so this is just me probably being a little bit too uh, big-eyed right now. But what if they did kind of similar to how Mick Foley did at, like, I want to say it was the 01 Rumble where he went through all his personas in the match. Ooh. And we get, like, the different faces of Taker in this match. I wouldn't be mad at that. I mean, it it is pre-taped, so, I mean... And he is the quote-unquote phenom who has mystical power, so why not go ahead and and use all the, the elements that's, you know, falling into place to your advantage right now? Now, my next question would be how they go about, like, making it make sense as far as, like, why he's doing it. Like, what he just – because I just don't see just AJ just whooping his – oh, you know what? When he started getting jumped, 
by the OC yeah. to ensure something happen. Boom. There you go. I mean, if you are, you can even, this might be a little bit too much, but have them split from, you know, one into three and have each persona take on a different member of the OC. I mean, look, this is the perfect opportunity for them to get as creative as possible. Honestly, not really expecting a lot out of this wrestling as far as like expectations go. So, I mean, this is the perfect time for y'all just experiment and like I said, just get creative with it because y'all really don't have an excuse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I loved it. And you know what? This like, we was already kind of, well, I was already kind of excited for the match, but it kind of like hooked me officially. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Undertaker ain't playing no games now officially. So, but this long ass braid he got though. Let him and his uh, Michelle McCool braid make it. I mean, I'm not gonna tell him no on his face. So, I mean, that's cool. I just hit him in his hip though. So, Becky Lynch showed up in her custom 18 wheeler. So apparently that was gonna be like a centerpiece for her WrestleMania entrance. So you know that's why we why we seeing it now. Um, oh okay, so she probably was gonna pull up to Raymond James in eighteen wheeler with probably a whole truck pull pulling or some shit like that. Yeah, I'm yeah I'm pretty you know so so it makes sense. And she even though she honked the damn horn again, it wasn't but like one referee out there. But you know whatever. And my brother. They Becky Lynch came after, and then long story short, they basically just proceeded to show the triple three main event between her, Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte at WrestleMania. And I don't know about you, but I swear to God, I thought they were just gonna show like some highlights and then go back to Becky. They showed the well, whole match when they first tossed it. When she first tossed it, I thought highlights, but just Me- as soon as I seen John Jett. Crank up bad reputation. I was like, oh shit, here we go. I'm finna have to watch this whole 30 minute match all over again. And then the asshole in me also said, you know what? I have not missed Crybaby Rousey at all. The asshole in me said, how did this take up the whole rest of the hour considering the match was only like 20 minutes? They, They milked that bitch. Commercial breaks, everything. Cause I want to say after the entrances, they shot, they started the commercial break. Yeah, they did. And they cut the entrance in short because they didn't have Charlotte even pull up on the chopper like she did. Yeah. I just. And then after all of that, they proceeded to go back to Becky. You know what I'm saying? Nagla, the promo, you know. It was a Becky Lynch promo. Like, I was confused, though, because I felt like, in my mind, after she beat Oscar, I would assume she would just be, like, super confident. You know, she was coming out with the goofy glasses and all this other stuff. But now she kind of just sound like the same when she was going up against Oscar, sounding kind of like, you know, not really unsure, but that arrogance ain't where it was that, you know what I'm saying, that was there when she first beat Oscar. Shout out to WWE Cameraman, though, because... It zoomed in on Becky Lynch's face. And Lord have mercy what happened after that, fam. <laughs> I mean, hey, you, you can't, you know, even if it's timidly or not talk shit and not expect that shit to get checked. Ooh. 
that's the right and, word. And I mean, Shana, you know, she checked that shit. <laughs> she chucked that, kind of like, you know, Debo did Craig on Stanley's car. And then posed with the Raw Women's Championship to end the segment. And I mean, she don't have to say nothing. All she got to do is, is just be there and do. And it speaks for itself. Oh, yeah. And like I said, once again, man, shout out to the cameraman because that was fantastic the way they shot it. Becky Lynn said what she said, you know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, all you see, all you hear her go is, <laughs> she said, the only thing I was missing was somebody saying, Mama, like Jody did when um, <laughs> Melvin had choked him on baby boy. Mama. That's right, call for your mama. But... <laughs> We you didn't even mention the fact that she slammed her on that announce table, probably worse than she did Liv Morgan at Elimination Chamber, fam. Oh yeah. That was the I first know, thwack of the night. Yeah. And I don't know if it was because like there was no crowd around, so we heard all of it, but yeah. Thwack. Was... Speaking of thwack, Alistair Black. Black mask, this Jay Lethal look alike, and he looked like he got shot, fam. Dwack. Like the way he sold it was, he should just get like another trial man, just because the way he sold the black mask, because he. Who got kicked harder, him or the dude last week? Ah, uh, the dude last week. Cause I, I say you gotta remember the referee's face last week. I would say this dude this week sold it better. But the kick last week was better, if that makes sense. Yeah. The rough the rough last week looked, looked so disgusted. Like, he literally just watched somebody get killed in front of him. Like, he was just like, man, I don't even want to count this, fam. <laughs> like, do I have to? Like, shout out to the referees' faces in all these empty arena matches. Because, I mean, I guess it's because we don't have any crowd noise. So, I have to, like, pay attention to other stuff at the same time. But... Some of their facial expressions on, like, these finishers and stuff be quite hilarious. Nah, seriously, though. I agree. It definitely do. So, that was the second thwap of the night. The third thwap of the night came when we had the six-man tag match between the Street Profits and KO versus Seth Rollins, Angel Garza, and not Andrade, but who made they... Raw debut this week. Well, your girl Zelina Vega is well connected because she the plug. Somebody come up missing and she just go into the bag and pull out somebody and it don't matter. This week she pulls out Austin Theory. <sighs> Two weeks removed from an NXT debut. Boys, main, might as well say main event in Raw. Yeah, basically. When you look back at it. And, and look, man. All I know is Andrade is going to be known as the dude who is just helping NXT town to get pulled up earlier than anticipated because he ain't there. Yep. From now on, everybody in NXT should be like, hey, man, we need 
Make sure Andrade mess up again so we can know when to be ready. And it's funny because Andrade won the NXT Championship because somebody else couldn't be there. Exactly. My, have the tables have turned. But overall, though, I thought the match was fine. Um, honestly, I thought it was a little bit better than I thought it was going to be, only because I thought it was just going to be one of them, you know, going through the motion type situations. But one positive that has come out of this empty arena situation is the fact that Kevin Owens, fam, is just, he's just so awesome, bro. Because I don't know if you remember when Seth was in the ring and he had attacked uh, Angelo Dawkins. And then KO was like, oh, okay, yeah, smile now, bitch. I don't <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I died laughing, fam. Like, if there's anybody in WWE that Vince, you know what I'm saying, should just give free reigns to say whatever, it is It is definitely Kevin Owens, though. And even before the match, though, when Zelina Vega yelled at Austin Theory name, all you hear Montez Ford say is, woo! <laughs> <laughs> well all in all though man how did you feel about the six man tag match I mean it was a it was a pretty good match um, Kevin Owens in the ring always talks shit at any time you can actually catch what he's saying it's a thing of, of beauty cause once he, once he gets in the ring it doesn't matter if he's he's heel or face it's shit talking it's the same Definitely. And it, it's just hilarious because he talks shit like we would talk shit on the game. But the match, it did end up in when, you know, KO finally got the tag, hit your boy with the stunner, and got the one, two, three. However, his head was down, and Seth Rollins curb stomped him back to Canada, fam. <laughs> So we still have yet to mention, you know, the third thwack of the night. I was going to leave that to you. And it happened at the moment when, yeah, boy, Montez Ford decides to go for a tope con hero, actually. And so in live action, it looks like Austin Theory just says, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck this, I'm out of here. And all you hear is thwack. But in all actuality, Dom, what happened? So, in all actuality, the black hand of Monday Night Raw was actually supposed to trip Montez Ford while he bounced off the road. Because if you do go back and look at it, he did show up, but he was late. And Montez Ford just took one for the team. That's the only way I can describe it. He literally took one for the team. Whack. But he was okay. Um, you know, he's been tweeting and stuff. Um How's probably, final? He probably hit up Mike Tyson and asked him what he got when he allegedly broke his back. Steroids. And cocaine. So we probably didn't want that. Um, but yeah, like you said though, all in all, it was a solid match. I'm glad Montez Ford is okay. But I'm next time take the box sign. Yeah. Please take the box. Because that could have been way worse. Protect yourself. Now, my brother, I'm going to leave it to you. But KO's post-match promo on Seth Rollins was 
Chef's kiss, fantastic, sir. Oh my god! Honestly, I'm gonna tweet, text this to you later. But I just came up with the with the uh, episode title: Promo City, bitch. Perfect title for this episode of Raw Fam. Cause so basically, Kale gets up, you know, and cuts with a fantastic promo, saying that nobody likes Seth Rollins. Uh, even though he was the quote-unquote face of FCW and NXT, nobody ever cared for him there. Which is true, because I've heard that from people as well. Yeah, I heard he was a little bit of an asshole. A little bit. So he, you know, also says that yeah, Seth Rollins uh, WrestleMania record may be damn near perfect, and his may include losses to, you know, Shane McMahon and Zach Rollins. But it doesn't matter because this year at WrestleMania on UPN, all that matters is that he's going to kick his ass. Oh, man. You know what I just thought about also? Considering that there's no fans and it's empty arena, they should give them at least fifteen or twenty minutes, fam, for the for their match. Mm-hmm. Because to be honest with you, all the matches that they are having this weekend on WrestleMania, all the ones I'm looking forward to the most is because of the story most that the story has been off the chain. Like the storytelling has been great. Undertaker and AJ, Seth and KO, nothing on SmackDown. But, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm definitely looking forward to this match, man. Speaking of promo city, bitch, we backdoed that with Edge for some reason in the dark room, but that's neither here nor there because it actually worked out like for the best. Cutting a promo on his boy Randall, and look, he just told him straight up. It's not his ego. He just enjoys the explosion of the arena when the music hits. Now, for some reason, the word of this feud has been grit. Like, they both said this a lot. So but it, it, it is. Like, both of them got great, great now. But, you know, he was just like, hell, Randy is, to, to, you know, so Randy grit is like, you know, Getting picked for Evolution, you know, resting on his family laurels, you know, just coasting on and off for 20 years, which is fucked up, but true. But he was like, you know, his definition of grit is, you know, being the type of man to pull somebody out of that hole, even though they might not deserve it, or just pull me on home Hall of Fame for it. And I see no lies, because he was just like, the reason why Randy is doing some of his best work right now is because he's jealous of the past and that Edge has, and Edge is the only one that can bring it out of. Honestly, y'all just need to go watch and or listen to this promo. That's really all I can say about it. 
because it was fantastic. Awesome. Thoughts? That's the only thing I can say about it. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, once again, I'm looking forward to this. Side note, the one, even though this ain't got, the one good thing about Roman Reigns pulling out is of WrestleMania is like, maybe this could Pull be out. the main event of Hopefully. one of the nights. Because, like, honestly, with everything that's getting jacked up, like, Hopefully, even though, um, unfortunately, one night is probably gonna be headlined by Brock and um, Drew. Yeah, and then the other night is probably gonna be either Becky and Shayna or Charlotte and Rhea. Uh, and I'll just get that. I, I forgot of, all about. It. I, I, well, let me say this. I didn't forget about it. I'm just not that excited to see Charlotte and Rhea Ripley no more. I don't know why. It's just, it's one of them, I'm like, all right, just get it over with. But you can't tell me you ain't die laughing at what happened Monday night. Easily. And it wasn't because she got attacked. It's because of the fact that she was just like, yeah, you will. When Charlotte was like, I'll see you at WrestleMania, I was just like, <sighs> somebody take the belt off this woman. For me, it was just the way that Charlotte kicked her out of nowhere. And then she just bounced, <laughs> bounced off the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was hilarious. All of that was hilarious. But, like I said, like, when was the last time you see some, you know, somebody get attacked and then they answered the question when they were just like, I'll see you, you know, yada, yada, yada. I just, whatever. Just get this over with. Only reason why this should... Only way I see this main event is if, like, Charlotte wins. And I don't want that. I don't think either one of us wants that. Even though I do want Rhea to lose the belt, but not to Charlotte, though. And I'm pretty sure Paul Heyman ain't going to be giving up Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? No time soon without Paul giving up something. So, yeah. Also, Oscar has been my MVP since the coronavirus has started. Like even before uh, that, but agreed. She's just having so much fun out there, and you can tell. Like she is out there having the ball. And think about this too: she's basically helped carrying the storyline without Cody saying there. So. For one, I will say it was good to see Caden Carter. You know what I'm saying? It's always good to see Caden Carter. Even though I knew when she came out there she was about to get squashed, it didn't make it no better because Oscar grabbed the microphone to ask her who she was and why she was even out here. <laughs> oh, baby. But she got some offense in, though. She did, but it didn't matter. Because about, what, two minutes later, if that, Bro, that kick that she hit Caden Carter with was nasty, dog. Kicked ass right back to Wednesday nights. To take another L. But after she got the win, you know, she was in the ring dancing. And then she went to the commentary table. And just proceeded to be even more awesome. Look, look, just 
I'm hoping Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross don't win at WrestleMania because honestly, just I so great. But say you want to see Oscar dance some more? Yes. And I want to see her dance to like too legit to quit by MCM. Wow. You can't tell me you can't tell me she don't be out there hitting the hammer. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. I hate you for sending me this. Um, how did you feel about the close of Monday Night Raw with your boy Paul Heyman? I mean, kind of similar to the whole Rhea Charlotte thing. Just fired already. Agreed. Y'all done said all y'all, done, y'all need to say. Like, I, I get. First of all, fuck y'all for making us watch Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio in its entirety. Let me start there. Because after that, I was kind of, you know. But, uh. Yeah. Let's just get this over with. Unfortunately, this is going to be a main event of Diet WrestleMania. But Drew. Drew's going to hopefully walk out with the WWE Championship. So let's hope. The way things been looking lately, you know what I'm saying? Let us hope and pray. So, I mean, yeah, all in all. Honestly, it was a solid episode of Raw. I give it a I give it a B plus only because all the promos was was fire. Yeah, I give it a solid B. Alright. Let them know where they can find us, old school. You can find Thwack City, bitch. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't find us in the trap because we quarantine. Exactly. But you can find this episode and any other episodes of the podcast at hotflyerspodcast.com. Anywhere you get your podcast, be it Spreaker, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, etc. At High Flyers po- uh, Podcast on Facebook and YouTube at High Flyers Wrestling Podcast. On the Twitter machine at Podcast Flyers. Dom's Twitter at Freshly Snipes 21 my Twitter at underscore Bobby Digital. And then until next time with our Impact Wrestling recap, Roscoe Way, Too Sweet, Top Guys Out. <laughs>